0: Welcome to Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast with Elizabeth Crawford, where I dish with trendsetters, tastemakers, and industry experts about everything from emerging trends to marketing strategies to regulatory pressures. For years, millennials have held the spotlight as the main focus for product development and marketing efforts. But members of Gen Z are now ready in the wings, and manufacturers are starting to shift some attention to younger consumers before they come into their full buying power and take center stage. In this episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast, we take a closer look at who makes up Generation Z, what characteristics and values they share, and how they think about shopping, marketing, and brands. We'll also take a look at how some food and beverage manufacturers already are actively engaging with this group. Born between 1996 and 2010, Generation Z includes our country's youngest shoppers, and as such, they have limited funds. But that doesn't mean manufacturers should discount them, because they also have substantial influence over their families' purchasing decisions, according to recently released data from IRI. In a presentation online last week, Lynn Gillis, who's a principal at IRI, explained that most Gen Zers have an average weekly allowance of about $16 to $17, and as such, Gen Z has an annual purchasing power of about $44 billion, but their influence on household grocery purchases, both overtly and stealthily, is much larger. They influence what goes in their carts by relying on a trifecta of tried and true approaches, including the pester approach, the the hide-it-in-the-card-and-see-if-anyone-notices approach, and the quote-unquote good-value approach, which includes pointing out sales, deals, and coupons to get the best price on what they want. These strategies may be more effective than Gen Zers think. According to IRI, 16-26% to of Gen Zers' parents say their children have, quote, a lot of influence on the household's grocery decisions compared to just 8 to 12% of Gen Zers who think they have a lot of influence. In addition, IRI notes that older Gen Zers aged 18 to 21 years report directly participating in their household's grocery shopping endeavors. In addition, the consumer research firm says that 66% of 16 to 21 year olds and 49% of 14 to 17 year olds report buying CPG food and beverages in the past 6 months. It's also worth noting that manufacturers would be well served to divide their attention to focus in part on Gen Z because according to IRI, this group represents nearly a quarter of every American, which is about the same as the most vaunted millennial generation and the baby boomers. While Gen Z may represent the same number of Americans as millennials and baby boomers, they approach shopping and brands very differently in part because they're the first generation of digital natives, meaning they have never known a time before the internet and social media and the extreme interconnectedness that this platform provides. According to Risa Schwartz, who is the Senior Director of Global Consumer Insights and Sensory at Tyson Foods, the constant sharing and discovery afforded by the internet means this group of consumers places a premium on products that can become an expression of themselves and boost their credibility when they post online.
1: These consumers have, have grown up in a digital age, right? Millennials did mostly, but not completely. Whereas this group, they have only known the digital. They've only known phones and being able to access information at your fingertips. Um, and with that, they are sharing information. They are, um, you know, posting pictures, they are um, getting information from their friends. And, you know, one of the things that's interesting is, and makes sense, Snapchat is the biggest, you know, that's the preferred social platform for this consumer, whereas Facebook was for millennials, or is for millennials. And um, that's how they're getting their information. But But to that, there's badge value in finding something new and different right? So they're looking for what their friends are doing, but they also want to be able to share what they're doing and what's exciting in their life. But I think what it's about becomes um, how do you get people, how do you become Snapchat worthy, right? Like how, how do you provide an experience, a product, something that this consumer wants to share with their friends? Um, and, and I think that ends up being the goal with this consumer generation is it's not just about launching a product that tastes good. It's about launching a product that is exciting, has great flavors, um, is something that is shareworthy. So
0: how can brands create something that's shareworthy? According to IRI's Gillis, they need to use technology as a tool that supports authentic human connection. Earlier this summer, orange juice beverage brand Sunny D launched a new campaign, its first in years I might add, that targeted Gen Z. As part of the campaign, the brand has hosted several contests on Instagram that encourage teenagers to show how they are boldly original, which is also the brand's new tagline. For example, in October, Sunny D asked followers on Instagram if their Halloween costumes were bold and original. And if so, to post a picture of themselves in their costumes, enjoying Sunny D with the hashtags Fright Delight and Sweepstakes to win a gift card and Sunny D swag. Last month, Sunny D reached out to Facebook and other social media followers asking them to submit their one-of-a-kind skill or goal in a video to quote, show your bold contest, which again, generated content that was shareable, engaging, encouraged human connection, and emphasized authentic and personalized experiences. Both of these marketing efforts tap into another element that IRI's Gillis says is key when reaching out to Gen Z, which is recognizing that this generation is approaching cultural identity differently from previous generations. They're embracing differences, they expect inclusivity, and they value flexibility nuance, and a willingness to iterate and evolve quickly. Tyson Schwartz adds that Gen Z's focus on expression also underscores their focus on experience, either theirs or those around them.
1: Generation Z, they value experiences over everything else. It is the most important thing for them. Um, And that comes to life in every aspect of their life. So um, when it comes to food, It's about, the experience is, how does it taste? How does it fit into the rest of my life? Cereal maker Kashi
0: tapped into this earlier this year when working with five inspiring Gen Z leaders, who they dubbed the Kashi Crew, to create its first line of cereal made for kids by kids. According to the brand, the line included three organic cereals that use unexpected ingredients, such as chickpeas and red lentils, and quote, Cool shapes like swirls and filled pillows, unquote. The three flavors are riffs on classics, which sort of suggests that some things don't change, and include berry crumble, honey cinnamon, and cocoa crisp. As part of the Kashi by Kids launch, Kashi partnered with Edible Schoolyard New York City to educate children and their families about where their food comes from, how to make healthy food choices, and how to positively impact the environment. While Kashi's campaign included elements encouraging children to make healthy choices for themselves and the planet, Gen Z is more likely to care about the latter rather than the former. According to Shorts, Gen Z is less fixated on health and wellness and clean label, all of which have become table stakes for many older shoppers, and are more focused on the environmental impact of brands and companies.
1: Um, for this consumer, health, is, health and wellness is just not as important. And part of what fits into that is the clean label piece about not being a concern. They're placing a higher priority um, on experience, on taste, and in fact, many of them aren't even reading labels. Um, part of that, like I said, is, is life stage because, you know, you've got your under 20-year-olds that are, are just – in school, they're on the go, and and, and it's not a key concern. Um, But part of it is really a shift in mindset. And where I think the shift is, is this consumer group is much more focused on doing what's right for the world and bigger meaning versus the intrinsic um, benefit of eating better. So, it's a slight nuance, but it, it really is a clear difference in how they think about it. It's less about health and wellness and what I'm putting into my body, but it's more about doing what's right for the world and the environment. Um, you know, There are a few ways that I've seen this come to life. Interestingly, organic is the only, you know, we, the only measure that is more relevant for this group relative to other, any other generation. Um, and more than half actually agree that organic is better for you. Um, as compared to, you know, much lower percentage with other, other generations. And I think it's interesting because part of what we hear around that is it's not just about health and wellness and what I'm eating. It's about what's right for the world. Um, an example, you know, taking that to heart, we recently, Tyson Foods recently um, acquired one of the leading brands of organic chicken, smart chicken, um, making us one of the nation's leading producers of organic chicken, uh, knowing that that's an important place for us to be, not just for this generation, but beyond, um, as consumers are starting to you know, have interest in, obviously, organic has always been on the radar, but have interest in the bigger meaning and the importance um, that, that we play and the role that we play in making this a better place. So that recent acquisition puts us in a really, really great, great place against um, the drive for organic that's relevant for this consumer group.
0: In some ways, Gen Z's lack of interest in clean label and health and wellness could be attributed to their youth and this idea that they're invincible and healthy and will live forever, which, of course, will change as they grow older. Tyson's short says another value held by many Gen Zers that could be chalked up to their age and also could change with time is the importance that they
1: place on convenience. They are highly focused on convenience. Now, something that's really important to consider is there's aspects of this consumer generation that are based on the generation, and then there's aspects that are based on the fact that they are young, right? They're the youngest generation. So the convenience piece is something we're going to have to watch over time to understand and anticipate what it will continue to mean for this consumer as they you know, move into other life stages, um, it may change in importance. But right now, convenience is paramount for them. Um, you know, we recently had the acquisition of Advanced Peer Foods. That gave us um, the ability to really be in more channels and, and stronger within convenience store. Uh, so that was something that was really important for Tyson Foods in getting us that, um, you know, that capability and broadening the capability to, to expand our distribution. Um, But I think it's really for these consumers, it's about being in the right place so that they can grab and go um, when they're ready. And, you know, we're seeing a general related, we're seeing a general trend in how people are eating in general beyond Generation C. Um, Less meals, more snacking, more grazing, um, not sitting down for the traditional meal, but eating small things throughout the day. This consumer does that even more than other generations. And for that reason, it's extremely important that we're available, you know, on demand when they want it and where they want it. And so that's something that we're very, very focused on. As Schwartz points out,
0: there are many ways that Gen Z is not that different from their predecessors, such as their desire for convenient options and their demand to have brands that meet them where they are rather than vice versa. IRI's Gillis agrees, noting that the main values on which Gen Z evaluates brands overlap heavily with those of older generations, including value, quality, and the relationship that they have with the brand. And with that, we've reached the end of another episode of Food Navigator USA's Suit to Nuts podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and will join me again next week for another installment. And to make sure you remember, I encourage you to subscribe to us on iTunes. Until then, this is Elizabeth Crawford, Wishing you a productive and profitable week.